Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to Kill Tony here at DeathSquad.tv. Please help us out. We need it. Death Squad needs your help by buying a Kitty Cat t-shirt. I make these limited edition t-shirts, and I sell them until they sell out. And uh, all the money I get from these t-shirts pays for everything we do here, including these live shows I do. These these cost me money every time I do a live show. And anytime I put up a podcast, there's hosting involved. Uh, there's website stuff involved. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I have to pay for rent for Death Squad Studios. Uh, and I only can pay for it by the help of you guys. And how I can do that is sell a t-shirt. So if you haven't bought the new Death Squad t-shirt, please buy it before it's sold out. Because uh, once it's sold out, it's sold out forever. And to buy the t-shirt, go to shopsquad.tv. It's a kitty cat t-shirt. It's cute. It's awesome. Yay. And it's a limited edition. This is the third one. So if you buy one now, you won't be able to buy any of the other ones. But then down the line, you can start collecting them like comic books. And uh, so now's a good time to start. Issue number three of a comic book. It's almost as good as issue number one. But you know what I mean. So please help us out, ShopSquad.tv, to help out Death Squad. Also, Death Squad live shows uh, coming up. We have uh, October 31st at American Comedy Co. in San Diego, California. That's right, Halloween night. We're having a Death Squad Halloween Super Show. What's a Death Squad Super Show? That's when we just pack the show with tons of comics that you know from the Death Squad podcast. Uh, Last uh, time we were there, we had a huge show. Uh, A bunch of people came. And you never know who we're going to throw on. We have some surprise guests. We also have Sam Tripoli, Tony Hinchcliffe, and myself. Uh, So... If you like Death Squad, you live in San Diego, please come out to a show. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a party. And you could go to AmericanComedyCo.com for your tickets. Or just go to DeathSquad.tv and right on the front page you'll see live shows. And last but not least, please sub- subscribe to us. Go to iTunes, hit subscribe, and rate and review our show. Also, you can find us on Stitcher. Just go to Stitcher app on your Android device or Apple, iPhone, whatever device ios whatever right who cares anyways here's a brand new episode of kill tony guys welcome to the world famous comedy store yeah. stand up for your warm-up guy steven brody steven Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Kill Tony podcast. Brian Redband, you got it. He's my friend. What would you like me to do, Brian? You want me to sit? Oh, I just thought you were going to do a warm up. Remember, we said uh, doing something about a warm up. We don't have to do I'll do it. I'll talk to him for a couple minutes. Do you want me to do that? I, I thought you wanted to do that. I do want to do it, but I was given other instructions from the time you told me to do that oh, okay. to now. Oh. So, if you want me to do it, I will talk for two minutes. Let's not do it now. Why not three minutes? <laughs> because it's gotten really awkward. It hasn't got awkward. That's just a word. Push through. <laughs> two minutes, Brian. We can do that. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna just go Good there. evening, everybody, and welcome to the Kill Woo! Tony Podcast. Woo! I'm excited to be here. I'm on the show tonight. 
Tony asked me, thank you, Tony asked me to uh, come on down, and what a great crowd. You know, I did the first Kill Tony podcast, and, you know, the crowd, we didn't have as many people as this, and I'll tell you what, this is a far better looking than that first initial Kill Tony podcast. Give it up for yourselves for looking good, perhaps being with people. We got a, a couple here. We got a couple there. We got some girls there. Guy hanging out in the shadows. Cool. Guy over there with a hat. And you're polite. You, you walk in and you take off your hat. Give it up for this guy for having manners. Hat on. Hat off. Hat off. Good. I should be wearing a hat. One of those hats. I've been wearing a hat a lot recently because uh, I'm doing a lot of comedy outdoors. So I'm wearing shorts. I'm wearing my. Uh, Oddball talent, all X. Thank you, thank you for that. I've been on, I've been on the road with the Dave Chappelle comedy tours. Fun. It's been a great time, and uh, I miss being here at the comedy store two or three times a week, headlining in the main room Saturday nights, closing it out. One hour and fifteen minutes of solid comedy, positivity, and drumming's incredible. But the deal is, I'm excited to be back, and I have been on the road playing big venues and getting a chance to do some things. It's fun and maybe you'll get an opportunity to talk about it. So I'm sharing you that story. And why not wear the pass? Why not? I'm just like I'm not I'm not like saying look at me. I'm saying hang out, feel the vibe, share. That's what we're doing. And that's what a Kill Tony podcast is all about. You know, I drove through Ohio. Where's Tony from? Youngstown, Ohio. And what did I do? I texted Tony. I said, Tony, driving through your city, is your mom there? I need to do laundry. I couldn't use a spaghetti dinner. Here's another thing. I'm a good guy. You're doing a podcast. You'll be on the radio. I'm talking right now as a human being. We are at a comedy club. I'm doing things here that I normally do. I've been a regular here for over 12 years. And I'm really not getting one laugh. And it bothers me. I'm doing an audience warm-up for a podcast. It's different. So what I'm saying is just meet me halfway. I'm not expecting you to be crazy, go nuts. I do audience warm-up for uh, television shows, over 2,000 television shows. So I know how to do that. I understand we're doing a podcast. We're not on TV. We are on video. That's the, I'm on the show, he's doing this. There was weirdness, Brian was right, it was awkward, but you know what, give me the mic and I will fight through the awkwardness. So I do have jokes, I do have confidence when I'm focused and ready to go. What was, was that you? Yeah, that was June 10th when we did that first show, Brody. I don't know if you remember. I do remember June 10th. We started up, we met each other, yep. that was a fun night, and you know, I hear a lot of good things about you. Thank you. Now you're going by Comic Patriot now or Iron Patriot? I'm both, you know, both. I, I wanted to tell you something, Brody. Um, I saw you Friday on the Ice House Chronicles, and you were talking about your HBO TV show. Wait a second, wait, what, what's going on in here? Are we doing a podcast in well, here, or is Brody warming up the crowd? That, that's part of doing audience warm-up. Brian, which I've done over 2,000 television shows. <laughs> Just let me get this story, then we'll start, right? Okay. I, I, I'm going to call you Iron Do you want me to wait, Red Band, or do you want me to tell it now? You can, you want to wait? Okay, wait, 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 wait,
Don't use that word again. Now, let me let me talk to you about it a little bit. I want All to right. talk to you about this stuff. He's going to set. Here's the deal. I'm excited. He set the foundation. The carrot on the stick yeah. is there. The teaser. That's what Iron Patriot does. Yeah. The teaser is there. Look forward to that story. We'll bring in Brian. We'll bring in Tony. We'll get this thing going. It's Kill Tony. I'm back. I was on the first episode. And I'm here now to bring positivity and share stories from the road with Dave Chappelle. Wednesday, Denver, Friday, San Francisco, Saturday, Vegas. Sunday, Phoenix. That's where I'm at. Help me out. You help me. Let's get this thing going. Give yourselves a nice hand. Come on, guys. Come on. Yeah. Guys, give it up to Brody Stevens. Guys, welcome to the world famous comedy store. This is Kill Tony. Give it up for Tony Hinchcliffe! Thank you, everybody. Here we are again. Good to be here. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Good. Um, good to be here. What an exciting... Uh, we had some uh, surprise or half-planned crowd warm-up from Brody Stevens, yeah. uh, who's done over 2,000 crowd warm-ups. Uh, no, he really has. Uh, he was, he was, a lot of people say that he was the foundation of Chelsea lately. He would get the crowd warmed up for over 2,000 of those shows, and also the best damn sports show, period, and many other things. So give it up one more time for Brody Stevens. so fun. I'm so excited. We had Brody on episode two, and... Uh, was it one or two? It was two. He said it was one, I think. One was Rick Ingram. Oh, that's right. And two was Brody Stevens. That's right. Uh, and uh, I'm so excited to have him here. He's somebody, he's somebody who I've learned uh, so much from, and uh, he helped me out a lot. Really, really smart, unorthodox, funny, funny, funny comedian. Most comedians' favorite comedian is Brody Stevens. Like, all the, all the big, big-time comedians that I've had the pleasure of meeting in my few years of doing this, uh, the one thing that everybody has in common is somehow, or regularly, they've gotten to see Brody, and uh, he's a killer. So funny. Check out his stand-up. He's on the Oddball Comedy Tour right now, the most awesome possible thing any comedian could be doing, uh, touring all around the country, doing arenas with Dave Chappelle. So... That's just a taste of what we're in for later. Now, say hello to the one and only, the head of security here, the one and only Iron Patriot, everybody. Let's go with us. Hell yes, there he is, the one and only. Tony, I wish I could have been there for you in Canada. I was worried about you. You needed your security there. Thank you. Thank you. Talking, uh, referencing a recent trip that I took to Winnipeg, um, and uh, yeah, I had to hang out in Winnipeg. Um, yes, I did do that. You really, uh, you really fed me a line there. You like yeah. gave me a topic. To yeah, I'm excited about tomorrow, Tony. What's tomorrow? I'm gonna be an extra on a film that's directed by Clint Eastwood. It's called The Jersey Boys. Wow. And this this movie is about a pop group that sold 170 million albums before they were 30. Boring! Now, now wait, listen, I'm, I'm going to sing a part of this song, and you guess what group it is that this movie's about. The Temptations. Beep! 
Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Oh. They got a lot of great songs. They got that Sherry song. I got them confused because Billy Joel remade a Four Seasons song uh, in the middle of the night or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, there's had a lot of people remake their songs, but um, I'm looking forward to that. I've never been around Clint Eastwood. It should be exciting. I don't think you're going to get to be anywhere around here. <laughs> what do you play? What kind of extra? Um, I'll just be in a cemetery scene. And that's the actual you, who uh, yes. is the man underneath the suit who was in the semi-successful rock and roll band. What was their name again? Yeah, um, Dirty Crabber. The Dirty Crabber. You know, I'm a failed musician, and Brody is a failed baseball player. Whoa, that's not true. Whoa, that is not true. Whoa, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Well, I mean, he played in college. He was good. He had 10 strikeouts in many games, and so he had a problem that, with blocking, though. So how does that make him a failure at baseball? Well, it's the same as me. I wasn't really a failure either, but it's just, you know, maybe we were meant to do something else. Like, I was meant to be a comedian like him. <laughs> You're wrong, Patriot. <laughs> I'm well on my way. Don't burst my bubble, Tom. That left arm, by the way. We've noticed in the last couple episodes... Don't you know, talk about my Twitch. If you're new to the show, uh, the Iron Patriot uh, swung by after episode one, and um, he's been with us every episode since. He's a fan of the podcasting world, and uh, he was nice enough to join us. He wears that suit, $5,000, that was shipped from him from Russia. Norway. Norway. And, uh... I'm surprised, like, isn't Norway known for Norwegian scams? Um, what do you mean, scam? Like, isn't that, like, the number one uh, country for scams? And you just sent yeah. somebody $5,000 yeah. for an Iron Man yeah. costume in Norway? I'll tell you what, Red Man, it was really scary because, you know, PayPal only lasts, like, 45 days. And I didn't know if I was ever going to get it. I was scared as hell. Wow. That's I'm glad amazing. I wasn't, you know, I, it was it was scary. I mean, when I got it, I was excited because I it took a year and a half. He's a regular on the podcast. He's been with us every week. Sometimes he's accidentally racist because he's from Texas and he doesn't realize when he's being racist. Like, for example, he calls uh, his, the way he, he references black women as the female brothers. Yeah, the soul sister number nine. That's the song I did. Wow. Tony, I want to tell you a little bit about my, my life. I did live in Texas for 28 years, but I was born in Des Moines, Iowa. I lived there for nine years, and I also lived in Chicago from 9 to 12, and I visited an uncle one time in Columbus, Ohio. So I'm a Yankee just like you guys are. Columbus, Ohio. Oh, I almost forgot until he just did it. So the last couple episodes, we've, uh, we've noticed a left arm twitch that happens in the... <laughs> red man, red man, it doesn't have anything to do with that. It's not uncontrollable. It's not like some kind of. That'd really be scary if I had an uncontrollable twitch. It's just, just did, did it, it right, right there. there. Yeah, but I mean, I can, I can stand now you still. Just did it again. Because I don't think about it when I'm talking. But yeah, so that's an uncontrollable. No, twitch. no, it's not. I mean, I can stand. I, I can stand it. here still for an hour and not even move, and it's never going to happen. It's just. Okay, it's, try it right now, starting now. But you know. <laughs> oh, I remember, oh guys, I remember that rap I did at Sears about Deborah. It just did. <laughs> hey, hey, Red Bad, can you give me a beat? Can you get, can you do a kind of beat like... <laughs> can you do something like that? What are you going to do? I got just a short rap with the, the Deborah at Sears. I remembered it last week. Just do it real quick. It's real quick. Um. <laughs> no, do it better, do it better, like... 
That's a good, that's a good drum, just do it with like... No, I don't want to do it. No, I'm just kidding, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Tony, you do it. Okay, do it. No, no, no. <laughs> About one, okay, I'll do it. not do a song. I'll do it real quick. About one year, some time ago, good loving was bad, nipping was slow. I was living it down, day by day, trying to survive with the right for life. Hey, now, don't try to pretend oh when the right gets cold, there is no end. You need a long, long lady, fast like a rocket, a beast in bed with a hot milk pocket. You don't need love, because that ain't loose. What you need, boy, is a chocolate mousse. So the very next day, I went to Sears, home of the brothers for years and years. Bow, 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 bow. Exciting. So, uh, I'm sick of the world right now. So, what do you say we bring up our guests? <laughs> I mean, that's that was truly disturbing, uh, Patriot. I mean, this has been a strange show so far, going tonight. It's it's a different different flavor. I love it. There you go. We know you love different flavors, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well. Our guests tonight, what can I say? Hangover, Hangover 2, Due Date, Chelsea Lately, everything. The Burn, big part of Comedy Central. In fact, his own show, all about him and his life, is debuting this summer, or I mean this fall, <laughs> on one and only Comedy Central. It's called Enjoy It. I'm lucky enough to have him as one of my really great friends. We text. He's a great guy. Put your hands together for my pal and my guest tonight, the one and only Brody Stevens. Fresh off the Oddball Comedy Store. Taking a break and performing in front of tens of thousands of people to be with us here tonight again. I'm back. He's back. I was on the first... Was it, was it called Kill Tony, the first podcast? Actually, it was still called Hinchcliffe's Notes when you were on it. There you go. Hinchcliffe's Notes, because we were adding and helping out. It's the same show. Yeah, it's the same it's show. It's Evolve, yes. but it's a different title. Easier to spell. Gotcha. Kill Tony. Easy. Boom. You Push. Got it. Hashtag it. Hashtag it. Bag it. You know, Comic Patriot mentioned that it's a different energy here. I think it's probably because of me. I'm a big guy. Um, I'm back home here in the belly room. I'm wearing... Shorts, glasses, an all-access badge. The Oddball Comedy Tour will be in Denver on Thursday. Um, I mean, is that just amazing or what? You are on what seems to be the coolest comedy tour currently on that has probably happened in, I don't even know since when, right? Yeah. What is that? How does that feel? Feels part good. Of the traveling Woodstock of comedy. Feels good to be honest with you. Going to the venues, knowing that there's going to be, you know, close to fifteen thousand each and every night. Thousand. What last night you did that, right? There may have been more last night. I think Irvine holds more than that. But yes, it's kind of cool. The enormity <laughs> of it. You get there at. I get there early, four four thirty. Gates open at five, and you know they're out tailgating in the parking lot. These are. These are comedy fans. They're, uh, you know, so they're right on it. They're listening. They're supporting everything. And it's kind of like a lot. I would say it's a Lollapalooza. If you went to that growing up, it's kind of that feel at one of these amphitheaters. All the amphitheaters, for the most part, are pretty, uh, you know, they're all, this, they're all the same. They all blur together. But some look a little different than others. And that's what's kind of fun, 
getting out and walking on the lawn. I'll go out with Jeff Ross. He'll host the show, and we'll have intermissions, and we'll walk around. That's a great thing. You're around 15,000 comedy fans, and they're all, you know, into Dave Chappelle. They're into Flight of the Concords. They're all equally or, you know, more so than others into the, you know, the different acts. So... Hopefully the shows will keep going. There'll be uh, another tour like this, and I would highly recommend get your tickets. It's something that you'll have a good time with, and I'm, I'm and, and it does feel good to say, you know, you're a part of something that's, uh, I'm, you know, historic. How many show, how many more shows do you have? There are four more shows. We have Denver on Thursday. Tickets still available. Denver on Thursday. On Friday, we're up in the Bay Area. Saturday, Las Vegas. Sunday, Phoenix. So it's, you know, you kind of just do the show. For example, we'll do San Francisco. I'll fly up to San Francisco Friday morning. Going to shuttle down to San Jose where the gig is. Do the gig. Gig ends at 11. I'm there from 4 to 12. It's an all-day thing. I get there at 4. I'm done at 12. After 12... They'll take me to the hotel after the gig and maybe a little after party, hanging out with the comedians. That's a fun little thing. If you're on the road with these guys and there's a lot of camaraderie. So we do that. And then you're, you hang out and then boom, you're up the next morning. Got to take the shuttle. They'll, they, they're very good at transportation. San Francisco, boom, fly to Vegas. Get to Vegas, shuttle, airport, maybe have, depending on what time we get there. All right, you know what? I'm trying to give you some of the most graphic behind. Well, I, I think what you're telling us is absolutely perfect because you know the format of the show, everybody. Uh, we're we are right here in the heart, the throbbing heart of comedy, live from the world famous comedy store where uh, you know so many people come to get their careers started uh, or continued in uh, stand up comedy, and. We have the privilege of so many people signing up tonight. I think it was 32 or 34 or something like that, it's, which is a record, by the way. That uh, That's good. Congratulations for that, guys. Are they all in here? Yeah, in the, in the, that, the, the, the future is amongst us. Um, and uh, so, you know, being on the Oddball Comedy Tour, who's more in touch with true comedy right now than uh, a guy who has his own show coming out on Comedy Central? Uh When's that coming out? Iron Patriot has a show? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Brian. Uh, if all goes well, if I keep my sanity, if the editing is, you know, where everything needs to be. What's that date? Could be December 1st. Wow. You could see Stephen Brody Stevens on your Comedy Central program. December 1st. Boom. Possibly. Could it's be. all about you. Like, a lot of people get their own show on a TV uh network and you end up having, you know, different things. But this is all about you. Well that's where the pressure comes in. Yes, it's all about me. In your real life. A lot of it, yes. And there is you know, pressure with that. And oh, yeah. then, and and this real stuff. It's not like I have a normal life or a normal relationship with my mom. Oh my mom owns a, a cake store and I've got a dog and uh you know, I'm looking for a house, and we go around, they play the cornball music. It's not that. It deals with uh, mental disease. Uh, right. Well, you've been diagnosed as... I'm, I've been labeled as bipolar, and it's a, it's a daily battle. 
So how do I handle that and my, my struggles with that, my reconciliations, my uh, looking back and going forward and also uh, maintaining a healthy uh, you know, lifestyle. It's not easy. And I'm under pressure doing the show. I love it. Yeah. How exciting. Oh, you love seeing a guy under pressure. Great. Brody Stevens, everybody. Are you guys ready? Steven. Brody. Steven. You got it. Push. Format of the show. Comedians get pulled out of this big magical black bucket, and uh, you get 60 seconds. In 60 seconds, you hear the kitties meow. That lets you know that your time is up. You should stop right there, because if you keep going on, You'll bring out the angry West Hollywood bear that has already snuck its way into the show multiple times tonight. Uh, because uh, people, you know. Can I ask one thing, Tony? Yes. yes. Is there anybody willing to go to Coffee Bean and get me a vanilla latte? <laughs> if you're not, That's I'm going to leave question. the show. No, I'm kidding. But I would like one and I can't. But if you don't, I mean, if you want to stay and watch the you show. You want to diet Sunkist? Josh, you want to make that run? Josh, don't worry about it. Don't worry, I can, I can fight you. I'm okay. You can be back in 15 minutes. Josh, you want to watch a show or you want to... It's Fairfax. How are you going to do it? Are you really going to make poor Josh after... No, don't do it. day after he won... He's the producer on the show. I pay him money. Well, then Josh should pay somebody here. Make him sign a cup. Yeah. There you go. He can keep your dirty cup. What? He should be the first one up to go. Oh, okay. And then he goes and gets That's a good idea. How long will it take you, Josh? I don't want to. I don't want to take you out of your game. Fifteen minutes. I'll be back in But I like when you're here. Can I go with you? Can I go with you? Give it up for Kill Tony producer. Thanks for not laughing at me, everybody. Thanks for hurting my feelings right out of the game. Coming through on a live show in the clutch, getting the vanilla latte. What is that? Large? Can I get a large uh, vanilla latte? That's like you like I will. Plate. Just give me the receipt. I'll refer all the yeah, he, he doesn't need one right now. So one, he's got one. God, I'm so used to being work. I'm so used to being an oddball. That's what happens. Yeah, People get me a lot when I need comments, it. Or you get bossy, man. I'm not bossy. I'm on Quantum. So who in the crowd can give me a? I know you're about to start a show, but who in this crowd can give me a coffee? I didn't say it like that. I asked. Oh, but you're gentlemanly. <laughs> Josh just won a, a, an epic battle, by the way, yesterday. Yeah! Oh yeah. It was a boxing match. He, he fought Boone Shakalaka. I don't know if you guys knew that. If you don't know, he's a homeless transvestite. Yeah. Josh? Well, oh, you're already in that comedy mode. I'm in comedy. I'm going to have to win over this crowd, Tony. Did you know that? It didn't make crowd. any sense. He said, he'd, go ahead. All right. Let's start, uh, let's start bringing comedians up here. Um, yeah, we know how it works. You guys ready to get it started or what? Yeah. Uh, just had hernia surgery. Yeah, right? It was a blast. Uh, actually, it was horrible. But the one cool thing about it was that when I woke up, all my pubic hair was shaved off. Maybe wish I had back surgery instead. It's a mess back there, guys. Uh, after the surgery, though, I talked to the doctor, and he told me that I couldn't work out or have sex for a month and a half. So my life stayed exactly the same. Yeah. Actually, no, that's a lie. Okay, guys, uh, I have been seeing a lady recently. That's right. I've been hanging out with a chick, and last night, we got physical for the first time. I don't want to be vulgar, guys, but in baseball terms... I rounded first and stuck my bag in pussy. <laughs> and that's it. That's what. 
Cool. Okay, good. So. You want me to jump in? Yeah. I liked it. I liked the, uh, the the hernia bit. Got my attention. I had hernia no surgery. Fun. No fun. No. It takes about six weeks. You'll be all right. Did they go laparoscopic through your belly button? No, they went. They cut me like five inches right here. Oh, wow. All right. Well, you're going to be okay. Uh, so that got my attention. And then you tied it. The joke was pretty good. I liked that. And then I played baseball. Got my attention on that. It was a little graphic. There was a, a, a rape with a bat. Was that? There was no rape. It was just a step the bat in the pussy. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I like you went up first. So I like you got a good personality. Keep doing it. Thank you. Um, fuck yeah. I spent most of your set uh, trying to find a pen and a piece of paper for Brody, at which point he pulled out his phone and was going to start taking notes on his phone. But I know Brody so well that I know that if he has his phone in his hands, he's just going to end up getting distracted and going on social media and networking sites. So I spent most of your set trying to take care of that so that it's not a problem in the future of the show. So I have no idea what you even talked about. Awesome. I personally like the back joke because, I, you know, it, it's, a, it's a real thing. And to laugh about it, it makes me feel good. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, I've thought about having a fat chick on the side just to shave my back. And, uh, it's a good idea. Hey, also, it was good when he talked about he, he, he couldn't have sex or work out for a month and um, nothing changed with his life. I think that was brilliant. So brilliant. That makes me feel good. And good shoes, good pants. Can you face me? And let me see what's on your shirt. The shirt's very Josh Meyerowitz. Yeah. Uh, I'm not in I mean things have changed a little bit over the years I'm not in to having a message on the shirt as a performer because the audience will look at the shirt they're going to be thinking of Kenny Powers You're, I'm, I'm, there's a slight distraction with that but again times have changed a little bit those are considered humorous but I would be careful with having a message on your shirt yeah I would agree with that especially uh, a comedy comedy yeah. Type of base shirt like that, like Kenny Powers, like I don't know, it just seems you don't want anybody to have any type of idea of like if, if, unless it's a permanent gimmick. Ooh. I always think it's sort of important to just not have any distractions, but especially a comedy one, maybe then people think you're like Kenny Powers. <coughs> and they're gonna think, Oh, obviously this guy's a fan of Kenny Powers, I bet he's gonna, you know, be dirty and you're setting their expectations for something yeah. where really I feel like you wanna come in on a clean slate, so but anyway, yeah. yeah, so there's something for you. That's Jake Marin, everybody. I'm mean, sorry I you want to send your tags to the comedians, a lot of them leave their Twitter handle. Tony, I haven't even tweeted today. I have... Uh, yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that uh, you were a little bit low-key today. Well, I'm working, and I, I'm having some... Uh, I am having some mental issues, but I'll talk to you off the off mic about it. I'm telling you, you guys got to watch the show. Enjoy it. Uh, are those previous episodes available online? They, I don't know where they're at. You know, Maybe this you audience, might be able to find it if you go home tonight or sometime this week. Seriously, look up what they what HBO did. It was originally that's how awesome the show actually is. Is HBO had made it 15 minute shorts and uh, Comedy Central bought that from them. I mean, in an, in an unheard of. It was a two. But here, here's what I would say. <laughs> HBO had it. They could have said, you know what, we like it. Let's bring it back. We know you. We're family. Let's bring it back. That didn't happen. Number one. Number two, this crowd not totally with me. 
Uh, I'm kind of okay if they don't watch my show. That's my vibe. And I'm a good guy. We have to have energy connection with Stephen Brody Stevens. For those of you that don't know, uh, one of Brody's um, very interesting fun facts that I normally don't talk about in front of him, but one of the things that I love about his comedy is it seems like sometimes he'll dig himself a purposeful hole with the audience and have them turn against him, but they're not really, you guys aren't really battling at all, and it takes a while for people to realize that they're part of the, like, butt of the joke. Well, it can take a while, but again, I'm doing professional sec. I start both stages. Now, again, the Oddball Comedy Festival, festival there's 15,000 people. I, I'm the first one they see on the main stage because I bring out the Roastmaster General, Jeffrey Ross. So I'm on the main stage. I'll just do two to three minutes, and then I bring out Jeff. So I'm doing something right there. They seem awesome. to like me. Then I do the side stage. Gates open at 5, I take the stage at 5.15, and I go from 5.15 to 6.45. Okay, uh, here's the deal. On, anyway. if somebody... Jesus, if you keep it going took, into your itinerary with us. But people, it doesn't... 6.15, I eat a hot dog in the stands. But it doesn't take people time to loosen up and get to know me, because I wouldn't be doing these shows if that was the case, so... I, You're the best, that's what I'm talking about. You're the man. Well, let's get this audience... Uh, and, and, They're into it! Give me some energy, guys. Let's go. Well, I'm not into weird, and I'm not into awkward. I'm into positive comedy. Let's go. You're on a thing called the oddball comedy. Yeah, and it's positive comedy. I get to be an oddball within the parameters of that. Let's push it. You guys ready for your next comedian? Or Trust what? me, I got a talent pass. Doing something right. Let's go. He's all in the good, and he has the credentials to prove it. Thank you, Tony. Put your hands together for your next comedian doing 60 seconds. Daria Lauren, Daria Lauren. When people, when people don't show up for their spots, we have a permanent rule in which they get black. <laughs> How often does that happen? Uh, pretty often. Uh, just a few episodes, uh, a few episodes ago, Doug Benson was my guest, yeah. and uh, we just like that, there was no forewarning of what the blacklisting thing was, and he had his cocktail sitting right there, and he said, you know, he's so mellow and funny and everything, but his cocktail's sitting there, and he's sitting where you are. And all of a sudden, the Patriot, and it really just shocked him so much that his drink spilled. He was just Drink's cracking up. Here. I watched the video of it the other day because I couldn't wait to see the video of it because I knew I was on this side of it. And it was just as funny as it was here. <laughs> it was so, the look on his face because he's like, fuck, spill drink and laughing at the same time. Anyway, uh, so the blacklisting, that's what happens. Um, Tony, do you have Josh's number? I want to change my order. <laughs> Still nothing. Big laugh by Tony. Guys, I'll play that game. If you're going to make me feel like shit for an hour, I'm going to chirp back. That's how I do it. You're right. Yeah, I am right. Thank you, Tony. You're right. How can you guys not laugh at him wanting to change his order? You know Josh has probably already ordered it. I can't believe you didn't laugh at that. I warned you. There's no, now you got an angry Brody. There's no accidents here. Everything Brody says is hilarious. Thank you, you Tony. To, you just have to find out why afterwards as you're already laughing. 
Afterward, after, I'll take it. <laughs> Bring it together. This seems like a new name. Chuck Bronson, everybody. Holy shit. You know what that means, everybody. You know who Aladdin we'll listed. never see again. So far, more blacklisted people than actual Canadians. All the comics that are in the room are loving this, though. Chuck Bronson's a great name, by the way. Give him, give him something for that. Thank you for the laugh. A couple more laughs. Here we go. It's Victor Plikov. That just seems like a game no wonder there was a record of 36 people that signed up. Victor Pilov? They're all in different handwriting, so whoever this is, really. Very, so. very strategic. Energy guys. How about Cody Gidley? Is there a Cody You got Gidley? it. Cody Gidley! Here. That's super cool, Brody. I want to thank you. Uh, I get really, really high sometimes, and uh, positive energy gets me through it. Thank you. You're um, Iron Patriot. Oh my God, Iron Patriot. The Iron Patriot blew my mind last week. He spilled some knowledge on me. He said there was a difference between comic book Iron Man and movie Iron Man. Did you guys know that there's a difference between comic book Iron Man and movie Iron Man? Do you remember what the difference was? Iron Patriot. By your patron. Ah, oh. it was uh, one of them was the Osbournes, right? Norman Osborne. Norman Osborne. He was Green Goblin. He's the Iron Man from the comics, right? And, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh -huh. So, Patriot, if if you had to say there's a difference between the two logistically, it would be cock size, right? Uh, that might be one of the differences. That might be one of the differences. Do you guys ever think uh, the Romans secretly killed Jesus because of all the sex he was having? Oh, goodness gracious. You guys are about Woo! Yeah! They're both very exciting. Cody yeah. Gidley. Um, it seems like you know the... Oh, Cody. Cody, uh, does he stay up there? It's not that easy, my friend. Just step up to the mic. This is where we talk to each other. Be a professional, Cody. How's it going, buddy? How long have you been doing stand-up? Just probably about a year, maybe we'll say. Maybe just over that. Who's we when you say we'll say? Oh, I was, uh, collectively, I was trying to get the group vibe. Oh, I like that. So, like, everybody will say. <laughs> Seems like you know the show. Have you been, have you been, you've been here before? Have yeah, you gotten on before? Week. No, I've never been on Okay. What do you normally talk about? Like, you know Brody. You knew the positive energy. That's one of Brody's well, slogans, by the way. More, that was more true. Right. It was a nice, nice gesture. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, I like that. That was a good move. That's a professional move. You look like a comedian. You're dressed. Are you from the East Coast originally? No, I'm from the Midwest. Okay, on the way to the East Coast. Okay. <laughs> the mic technique, I like it. I mean, it's different. You know, you get the thumb up. I would say, not that you did this, but just make sure you're not. Eat. I, I'm not big into the guys who do that. It can work. You can do whatever you want. But for me. You know, it's good when the mic's here, they can see my mouth. So, I mean, you're doing that, they can see, just be aware of that. But, I mean, you got a good style. Um, I think you just keep doing it all the years, you know. Really yeah, how often, how often do you do it? I mean, you started a year ago. Um, I've started a year ago. I usually go up when I have a set. If I have a set, I'll go up. So we're saying what? Up. How many times a week or a month? Oh, we'll say at least I try to be up once a week. At least. 
I mean, I'll go up and spit at a mic or something like that. But right. Whatever I got to say. So you do it? Are you a hip hop guy? I mean, yeah. You like hip hop? K Day on the radio, sure. Back, okay, I can tell. I see you. You got that herb. That's why I said New York. And kind of like what part of the Midwest are you from? Um, Lansing. Oof. Right. <laughs> oh, man. How, and you've lived in LA for a year? I've been in LA for like two years now. What do you do? I work for an AV company. You have to talk in the mic. I know. I work for an AV company. What's that? Uh, audio visual. Oh. Not audio video. No, yeah, just visual. Got it. I think you just keep doing it. That's my yeah. it's my advice. Yeah, well, we, like you know, we didn't get to really hear helps. any material. You got yeah, to. That wasn't really a bit. You got you got to learn. Uh, you got to learn that if you start a conversation <laughs> with a patriot, it really doesn't end. Uh, <laughs> and you did that in your sixty seconds. So, you know, we'll hopefully keep signing up, and hopefully we'll see you again, and uh, we'll get to uh, maybe talk about what you're doing up there, Cody Gidley, everybody. Yeah. Is that not recommended? Usually on this show, because well, fine. I mean, it's not really. You mean recommended to banter with the Patriot? Yeah, because you have sixty I mean, seconds. Is well, he got in trouble because he's talking about the Iron Man, and he meant right. to talk about the Iron Man. Oh, it stumbled up. out of the game. Yeah, he was drunk. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I get it now. I get it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he fucked up. Yeah, when he had to correct him on his own thing, that's Kidding. when. All right, put your hands together for Trenton Willie, everybody. So, I want to tell you about my wife. <laughs> I came home and I said, where's my bowl full of lightning bolts? Covered in sci-fi, fish beaks, and nightmare bacteria because I'm hungry. And she said, I was taking care of the kid all day. What? You know, she just reminds me of the dictionary's word bubble. Because they both just complain about how they're too fat. Because the dictionary, you know, all of them are on the internet now. So the dictionary's word bubble is like, I'm full of too much language. So I popped it. Language goes everywhere. I used it as a parachute. It went the opposite way. Up. Then I went to a planet where everyone was their own dads. What? Let me tell you, there's only two different types of people in this world. Shadows made out of blood and people bleeding numbers out of the left eye. And shadows made out of blood ruin it for everybody. Hell yeah. Can't even go to the movies. Shadows made out of blood eat the fiction right out of the screen. You know? I'm gonna make shadow blood fiction poop, my dad. That's there my you dad. Go. Uh, fuck yeah, Trent and Willie. Oh yeah, coming out of the gate with a hard opener. I mean, fuck yeah. Trent, how long have you been doing stand up? 2004. Wow. Wow. Are you on mushrooms now? I'm living inside of a purple triangle right now. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah, did you? All right. It was fun. It seemed like you you, you walk a, a very fine line, though, from people going, like, what the fuck is this guy talking about, to bringing them back by being a little silly. So you, that must be dangerous. If you, that's your material normally, that, that must be a very dangerous line to walk. And I was thinking about it while you were doing that. It almost seems like, you know, you came out of the gates with, you know, I want to talk about, like, it's so funny and goofy how you said you wanted to talk about your wife and, like, a bowl of wizard, whatever. And you had me. I felt like when you start getting into longer things and it's, like, waiting, I mean, you should, I mean, I know it's just 60 seconds and you're just trying to get stuff out, but 
like, how much time do you ever do? Like, what's the longest set that you do, Norm, on a regular basis? Longest, and I shoot you not. My friend was there. Uh, I did an hour and a half once. Was that just you and your friend with a karaoke machine? <laughs> you just stood there on mushrooms, just coughing, and you're like, dude, I just did an hour and a half. <laughs> it was my girlfriend recording it for, uh, she had a museum show, visual art museum show in, uh, in, Am- in Amsterdam, and she had my words playing during it. And they're foreign, so you know, if I talk about living in a tornado made out of apples, their their perception of it is different. Yeah. You know, it should be noted that this that uh, this is the same gentleman that uh, Don Barris talked to about. Because you really freaked out Don Barris one night, like he's scared of you. I think you're, <laughs> uh, like he showed us pictures and stuff. You know who Don Barris is? I saw him, and I the only question I said is. Do you feel at all guilty for making a movie where you exploit somebody who's trying? Which, you know, maybe, but then he said, no, he's an asshole. I don't know if you guys know. Maybe oh, movie yeah, movie we, def- we definitely know the hit movie, Windy City Heat. It's so, hilarious. Of course. It's really yeah. funny. Yeah, it's an amazing, huge cult classic. And again, it's another comedian's. Like, yeah, hold sure. Wait, hold, wait, hold, wait, wait, don't drop. Go back. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to talk, right? Hold on, do right? It's okay, okay now watch my coffee. Watch no, 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 I can't get my coffee. I'll tell you why. <laughs> because you forgot to say soy because you're allergic to milk. All right, well, again, let's just go back to this. I'm a good person. <laughs> I'm hosting and running the Oddball Festival. Okay? I love that you're getting promotions as this podcast moves So this is what I think. Now you're running it? When I, when I saw Witcher Cody... When I saw Cody take the stage, the first thing I, want, I wanted to say to him, Josh, where's my coffee? <laughs> so that's a funny bit. Again, but you want to make Josh up here so people can see exactly what's going on. Uh, yeah, stand, next, stand next to him. What do I know about stand comedy? Stand next to him. But what do I know? And turn around towards the crowd. Can we get some, uh, can we get some blue uh, spray paint for the front of Josh's hair? Uh, so guys, didn't that kind of make that happen? Totally. <laughs> doing you favors, even though I was a cold beginning before. Now, uh, get one. Get what's your name? Trenton. Trenton. I like what you did. Uh, you got a style. I have the similar poop of shoes. They're comfortable. You came up. You took the mic. You did your stuff. I can't go into material. I understand all how that works necessarily, but your demeanor, your look, your confidence—it's all good. So just keep doing it. Talk to Tony. You know these guys like that about, I guess, writing more jokes. But the character—I mean, you—you you should be booking commercials. I don't know yeah. if you already are. I mean, I see you doing commercials. That's—I'm right. looking at it. I look at the when the guys come up here, the overall thing. So yeah. confidence—you seem to have it. Look, you have it. Um, look into commercials as well. You can do both. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There he goes. Praise I was in a hangover, so I know how casting. Yeah, he should definitely try to get a commercial agent. Yeah, he's got a good look. That's what you got to do to work in this town. It's true. People with faces like mine don't get beer-selling commercials. <laughs> That watch is freaking me out, by the way. That is a, a, a crazy watch. I'm that... so excited about this one. I have this new obsession of, uh, it's, 
I guess I'll talk about it. A new obsession of going on Amazon and trying to find the coolest watches that I could find for under $10. Oh. <laughs> and uh, this one here, it takes like three or four weeks to even get these things because they're so made in China. They come in like seven different little boxes. It takes like an hour to open it. And then, uh, then you end up with this watch right here that has the time, uh, the Chinese time, which I'll never use on that bottom left dial. Bottom right is a compass, and top left is a uh, thermometer. <laughs> I can actually tell what temperature is just by looking at my wrist. Crazy part is, is that it's 2013, so every time I have to look for the time, even though I'm wearing this fucking machine on my wrist, I still just grab my phone, and I'm like, what time is it? Yeah, oh. it has everything on it. Tony, so they just find that, have it. They find that buried with the Titanic? That thing is... Yeah, uh, there you go. No way. I mean, yeah, that one really wasn't that. Much. I know, but the idea was Titanic. You see the connection. One last thing. If I here's the deal. I'm a good guy. I've been traveling all the time. I'm in town only for a couple days. You know, cleaning up my apartment, running errands. If I say something, it may not be funny to you. You may not get it. But if I'm saying, attempting, just give me a chuckle, and then we'll avoid these moments. Trust me. You saw the coffee bit, the connection with the Josh. How all, did you that time that me. out when I'm pulling random names out of it? You can't take credit for that. I will. I did. Your coffee came and the guy that looked just like him were on stage. Because I put out positive energy and those things happen. I've seen signs my whole life. I have a learning disability. I'm from Reseda, but somehow I can't not work in this town. Steven, Brody, Steven, Let's bring up the next guy. We are off and running. Thunder and lightning. Sarah Weinshank. What's up, everyone? Hey, guys. guys, I'm going to talk to you about how I think ranch dressing people are the worst. <laughs> they always got to let everyone know that they're a ranch dressing person. Excuse me, waiter. I ordered pizza. Can I get some ranch? Waiter, I ordered fries. Can I get some ranch? Nuggets, I'm going to get ranch. Jack in a box drive through Extra ranch? Guys, I want you to imagine being on a date with a fat white bitch eating a lot of ranch. You gotta eat all that ranch or can I get some of that? Like, what is ranch? Someone was like, oh, you know, this mayo doesn't have enough flavor. Let's throw some seasonings in it. Call the ranch. Ketchup. People who like ketchup. There was the weird, picky little kid eaters. Uh, I don't want anything on my cheeseburger, just cheese with the bun and the beet. Just a little bit of ketchup. There you go. Um, okay. I love that you're doing that. You're staying in the pocket with the ranch, and I love that. And uh, I feel like it's almost one of those things, even though very rarely on this show do I see something that a comedian's talking about that like is an exact topic of something that I once wanted to talk about, but I actually felt that with your ranch dressing thing. Like, it seems like the type of thing that someone could have, that could, it just feels like a premise that could be this crazy joke that, like, people know you by. Because ranch is a crazy part, it's one of those interesting parts of life that, and more and more, it just seems like it's a regular condiment that somebody's wanting. Yeah. So I think there's a lot there. 
Um, how long have you been doing comedy? Three years. How long has that been? How long have you been? Um, I've been working on it for like two months. Right, there's definitely something. It's, it seems like the beginning was good, and then you went into that, like, you know, like chicken nuggets and all that. Yeah, it seemed like really long. Like, I would just take that whole thing out and just say, make it one sentence. Like, you know, where they get, like, rants for chicken nuggets, fries, you know, make it all one thing instead of acting out. You just think, because like, you kind of lost me there. Okay. But then you got back into it right after that. Yeah, part. I normally do ranch, and I start on that, and I go into how those people listen to Jimmy Buffett, and that's like... That seems like a, that seems like a great approach. Really. I don't I don't know what room you did that in front of that didn't laugh, but that seems like it would be a huge part of it. Hey, do you even do a ranch for buffalo wings? Because Joey Diaz, he doesn't like that. People like that. He like blue cheese. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I could do that. Can I, can I talk? You don't have to ask permission to fucking talk. Why, well, you're a guest on the show. Will you stop that? Don't you dare take that call with me. <laughs> can I talk every single time? I'm asking. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> is, is that what you do? Is that what you're going to do? If you know what I want to If you're on Letterman's couch? David, can I get a word in? <laughs> what are you trying to do? A show? That would be funny. I would work it out ahead of time. Yeah. Um, no, I, the reason why I wanted to do something with Tony, this is something that's funny. All right, good stuff, good energy. You went right into it. I'm thinking of ranch dressing. And so, so obviously you're doing something like that. Your confidence, the, your, your branding it. Um, I like it. I like the, the fact that you get up there and you're doing the one-minute bit. you got to flesh it out. Just keep doing it. Again, I'm not a specific comedy guy, you know, the material I'll leave it up to these guys, but good, good, yeah, good stage presence, likable, uh, you know, I say, keep doing it. Thank you. Something in the range. And I think you're on the right track when you go with, you know, somebody says, uh, mayonnaise isn't good enough. I think you're, I think that that still sounds like the beginning of it, but I didn't feel like the end was right. You know, it's like, it almost seems like... like You say mix it with spices, right? Yeah. Maybe you could add to it, like, 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 I want mayonnaise, but I want it a little bit more sour mixed with spices. Or something like, you know what I mean? Like, sour. Yeah. I think a saddle ranch. It's like somebody said... I was thinking. That's how my mind works. But who am I? Who am I? That's a spark for free. (laughs) I feel like the person would say something like, uh, you know... This ranch is good, or I mean, this mayonnaise is good, but like, can you crumble some salt and vinegar chips in it or something? Like, you have yeah. to have a reference. It's not that, but some kind of reference that's funny with flavor, like something, okay. some Billy Goat fucking. Didn't Blink One Eat have an album called Dude Ranch? Yeah. See, I, a ranch, it gets me going. Ranch, that's how I write. I just take words and push and push, visuals, link them together. What's your name? Sarah. Good name. What's your last name? Wine Shank. I like the name. It's Thank memorable. You. It's easy to say. Got Thank a good like good luck. It's uh, you're, people are gonna like you. So just keep doing what you're doing. Very German name. Thanks. Yeah, German. And I'm Jewish, and that's okay. I'm from Encino. Really? Oh, yeah. You got it. That's what, Emily, that's what every German person says when yeah. uh, when they uh, are in front of their Jewish person who they've been targeting, and they know where he's from. It's all right. I'm from where you're from. I'm going to kill you. Encino. It's a German name, but she might be Jewish. 
Yeah, my dad's a Jew. Bingo! Now that I know my neighborhood, don't talk back to the audience and tell me. I was gonna say, it sounds like German, but there's also something very Jewy about the name too. <laughs> yeah. that, that was my joke. And then oh. she said she was German, and I'm like, holy shit, that didn't work. That sounds well, it's interesting. <laughs> it, it's, it's like, it, it is, because it's one of those names that sounds both Jewy, like it starts completely Jewy with the wine. Yeah. <laughs> Why no? Everything's so terrible. And then it gets German. Yeah, Jewy. Hey, that's racist, Toby. Oh no, it's no, Jewy. It's right. Okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Whatever works, sir. Works. I've never met a white guy with the last name Clink Scale. Like those are my black friends, and that's a black last name. And black people know that too. That doesn't make it racist. It, it, there's a Jewish person that's said Jewy. Overly, you said Jewy, and I took offense. Very Jewy. <laughs> the name, the word is Jewish. Say it's very Jewish. Say that. So my Jewish friends can say Jewy, but I can't. They can? Yeah. You want to get into the N word battle and get uncomfortable? <laughs> anyway, the last part's very German with a shank. Like, it's like, I'm going to shank you, like, evil. I'm a German. So Wait. it's like wine shank. Why is it evil? And you have the most German last name. Yours is just creepy. Reichel? Like the third Reichel? Yeah. What's wrong with that? Why, yeah, why would I ever like you have like that? one of the fa- you have like the Third Reich is like the whole thing. I know, and that's basically your last name. Yeah, that's why I changed it's it like, to Red Band. It's like my name being Tony Holocaust. I know. Yeah. All right. I'll see you guys later. Sarah, you, know, you know what? Sarah Weinshank. She's at Princess Shank on Twitter. I say, I say, you know, it's one of those things where you can shorten it. It's so bizarre because you can shorten it in some places. But you can make it longer in others. I say stay in the ranch dressing pocket okay. and try to write the perfect huge thing on ranch dressing. Yeah. I'm you could be the condiment comedian. Yeah. You can go with the ketchup after that, yeah. mustard yeah. jokes, just like, hey, what's up with this mustard? It's not just a guy on Clue. Uh, all right, I don't know. The mustards with mustard and relish are hard. <laughs> Clue joke. All right. There she goes. It's Sarah Weinshank, Thank everybody. You Thank you so much. Ranch dressing and Jimmy Buffett. I didn't, but we didn't get to the Jimmy Buffett part. Which Jimmy Buffett's also interesting because his big song is Cheeseburgers in Paradise, which needs a condiment, right? So it all goes together. Actually, I didn't mean to do this jewelry because they did. I'm gonna keep it. What? <laughs> what is it? Gold. All right. Anyone lose any gold? Check for necklaces, bracelets, wallets. If you if you have any gold or you came in with any gold, it's probably your gold. Uh, because I know for a fact not many not many young comedians have gold on them. So, uh, Laney, it's not you. There you go. For you podcast listeners out there in Canada and Finland, uh, that was a homeless guy saying that he found a piece of jewelry, and if nobody claims it, he's going to keep it. That's what just so, I don't know how to say that in uh, Hollandaise, but uh, <laughs> put your hands together for Dave Gregory. <laughs> So uh, I have diabetes. I know what you're thinking. Uh, diabetes didn't make me black. Uh, I used to be a Filipino woman. But <laughs> I tell when people I have diabetes, and these of my do, they feel like they start listening to foods that I can't eat. 
Like, I don't know where to put my fucking body. Like, oh, they, you got diabetes? Damn, this sucks, man. So, so you can't eat anything. You can't eat cards. You can't eat lollipops. You, you can't eat bacon. I don't know what I'd do if I couldn't eat bacon, man. I, I think I'd just die. Like, why the fuck do they do that? Do this shit to blind people? It's like, they're blind do this thing, man. This sucks, man. So, so you can't see anything, man. You, <laughs> you can't see colors. You can't see rainbows. You can't, you can't see bacon, Dad, man. I don't know if you can see bacon, man. So annoying. Um, I think that's it. I, I have another joke, but I'm going to leave it there. So, yeah. You know, the diabetes right out of the gate, that's brave. That's uh, setting the foundation. I liked it. Good personality. Uh, good style. The diabetes, you know, it's like, it's educational, too, you know? People don't know all about diabetes. That's another disease. thing. Like, I said it was I'm, a black disease. I'm not being stupid. Yeah. My sister has diabetes, actually. Nice. She's black. <laughs> my cat looks like it has diabetes. Do you have a black cat? No, it just has that look. <laughs> I just liked it because if you're willing to talk about it, you can also you'll edu- educate people on diabetes. Right. It definitely yeah. establishes. Uh, definitely establish. It's a great. You know. It's a great way in. Um, anything that only certain people can talk about is awesome. Uh, and I love the I love the approach that you have there because it seems like so wrong to say to a blind person to start listing the things that they can't see. Yeah. <laughs> Did it end in rainbow? Was that the third one, or was no, it was just bacon. two? Oh, bacon was yeah. the third one, right? I actually switched a list random. I don't know why. Because the like what I was gonna do was was list the foods the second time as foods you can't see. As opposed to what people, visual people Right, see. that's what I was just yeah. thinking, actually. Have you tried like, it that was, way before? I've never tried it. I, I was given a note by this dude. He was like, you should try doing food food the second time as what blind people can't see instead right. of like sunsets and shit. Like and that. you could also leave that be the third for per, the third one on the food one. It could be the same foods. You know, you can't eat bread, you can't eat pasta, yeah. or whatever the thing is, because yeah. I don't know. Because luckily I don't have diabetes. <laughs> that must be good. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Um, this is a coffee and a Crown and Coke. So right, right. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to be asking you what I should be eating in about two weeks. If hey, no problem. Man. You got my Twitter, dude. So, yeah. um, you so, know when women have diabetes, they get like nonstop yeast infections. Like their pussies are pretty much fucked. Are you making that up right now? Oh, I always wonder what the uh, I always wonder what the grossest shit I can find out. I never heard that. I didn't read it. I experienced it. No, that was you just fucked around with the wrong chick, dude. This maybe she lied. Heard that shit. Heck yeah, that's funny. I mean, you got to do your research on diabetic women. You know, that's that's that sugar pussy. That's what they call it. Yeah, it's that sugar pussy. Well, I guess that's what it is. You know, like their body makes too much fucking shit. Candy. You know nothing about diabetes. I know. <laughs> what do you think? Candy comes out of your vagina? It makes it. My blood it's still tastes salty. It's that not like it tastes like sugar. It's just. I highly yeah. doubt that a yeast infection tastes like Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> yeah, it definitely tastes like Sour Patch Kids. No, you're wrong. It tastes way worse than that. That'd be awesome. It's it's a ratchet girl you were fucking with. Not a ratchet. Oh ratchet yeah. Brian Ratchet. Ratchet. <laughs> ghetto. Ghetto. Oh, ghetto. you might be right. We, we, yeah. ca- we call him on the, on the, around the comedy club. She doesn't have, to have diabetes. We call him Ratchet House Brian. <laughs> Ratchet House Brian. Do you have to do the shot thing every day? I'm on the pump, man. What's the pump? 
Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's way better, right? <laughs> it's a lot better, man. It's more convenient. Now, do you unplug that thing? Yeah. Um, it's like a gunshot. <laughs> It's, like it's, not, it's not anything graphic, bro. It's just, yeah. It's uh, it's more convenient, but like, because, uh, but the shots were a bitch, man, because I've had it since I was like 13. And so, right. like, yeah, just keep doing the shots. And I actually just came out telling people that I had diabetes in the past few years. Oh, wow. So it was, it, was, it, was, it was very tough for me to talk about. You came out time. of the diabetic closet. Yeah, it was it was like coming out, you know, just, it was, it was, it was tough because, like, I, people that have known me for years never knew. People that live with me didn't even know I had diabetes. That's how much of a secret. I kept it, you know, so like, I'm like, you know, let me try to make some money off of this shit, so. Do you get, do you get rid of diabetes? Um, you can get rid of type 2, and there's theories you can get rid of type 1, but uh, the, essentially type 1 is where the pancreas doesn't work anymore, and type 2 is where the pancreas does work, but the body is not uh, accepting the, the glucose or the insulin that the body's shooting to get to the glucose to use its energy and stuff, and it's all this biological, technical yeah. shit. Wow. I have a uh, type writer diabetes. Type writer diabetes. What is that? <laughs> Just made it up. Wordplay. No laughs there. Over there. Again. So your, your blood sugar goes up when you type? Is that what you're saying? No, my sister has the same package. She has one on a similar one. She okay. wears that and uh, took her backstage to the Oddball Comedy Festival. You ever, you ever accidentally, uh, you know, had something sweet that, like, do you ever just like blank out? Like, how long have you known that you've been diabetic? Like, um, I found out when I was twelve. I was oh. diagnosed at thirteen officially. Right when people love candy the most. Well, I've never been a candy person. What happened is, like, I guess I was more like the breads and pasta type type thing. Yeah. And like, uh, I guess I've had a few scares. Like, I had to walk home. I had to walk home from work, and it was like a five mile trek at like four o'clock in the morning. And like, I kept this thing on. And I almost passed out on, a, on like walking home, and I'm like, hope like it was. I had my phone was dead, and I'm like, holy shit! And luckily there was a 7-Eleven, and in my head I'm like, I hope that 7-Eleven is not a mirage. I hope it's real. I hope it's real. I mean, it was. It's like scary shit, and it's like the scary thing about having a lo, like a low blood sugar is that it's really close to death. And as many as I, I, you never get used to getting close to death, as many low blood sugars I've had, you know, it's like it's like you're always facing death. You're like, oh shit, oh shit. It's like continuous. So you like, passed out. I've never passed out. I've lucked out without wow. passing out. Yeah, and like, uh, yeah, because I mean, I mean, like, I wake up in the morning, like, like sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night, like, sweating and cold. I'm like, I need to get some sugar. So it's just like, I've lucked out completely. Wow. Like, like seriously. You know, it's really weird because uh, I told you guys I was a DJ in Dallas. I was also I did karaoke sometimes. And one time there was a guy there that passed out, yeah. and we were trying to give him some like orange juice and some coke, and he didn't want it. And he was he passed out, and then he finally took some, and that's when I learned about diabetes. A very it's a very strange disease. Iron Patriot, as always. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I want to. Can I do an impersonation? Because I wanted to do one because I saw him there. Of the Iron Patriot? No, it's it's a Optimus Prime, but it made me think. Oh yes. You want to hear it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Before time began, there was the cube. We know not where it comes from, but that it has the power to create worlds and fill them with life. I just, I just felt like doing it. You gotta, you gotta see that in your bit somehow, talking about diabetes or something like that. It's a bit though. Oh, cool. That's awesome, man. Wow. There you go, there you go. Yeah, oh, his, uh, 
His Twitter is I am Dave Gregory on Twitter. I am Dave Gregory. Could be like Diabetic Dave. Diabetic Dave. So you guys like when I'm mean like that? Is that what you want? That was a good. That was a good one. That was a good joke. Good stuff. All right, let's keep it moving. Push. Eric Carter. Oh shit, that's thing. God damn, that's me. I got here a little late. That's a, they might already announced my damn name, and here I am. On a fucking podcast. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh, I got to do an act. I thought y'all were going to ask me questions. I thought it was a press conference. How do we do it tonight? Woo! Hell yeah. I just came out here from Mississippi. I had a fist fight and pelvic thrust through. I just spit on you, lady. I had a fist fight and pelvic thrust in Louisiana, Texas, New Mexico and Arizona, here in Southern California now. But being a Southern man, I'm also a family man. I love my daddy, I love my mama, I love my brother, and I love my sister. I love my sister until the bitch broke up with me. I am also a Southern stud as well. Fucked every girl in my family tree. <laughs> but you know I live in red states and I live in blue states and I want to educate you on this <laughs> alright uh, yeah, how long <laughs> oh man I saw you at the fight last night you was doing the press conferences with all those prize winner fighters how long have you been in Los Angeles? Well, I'm actually at Dana Point, but I've been in California for two months. Holy shit. I'm here. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah. Hell yeah. I like your style, man. Your cadence is very uh, uh, blue-collar comedy. Thank you. Well, <laughs> are you wearing pajama pants or are those hospitals? No, of all things, for some uh, German lady in her most beach and one, she owns one of those new age mystical clothing stores. Hey, that's a pair of good Coke pants when I go to Miami. Coke pants. Yeah, yeah but if you go on the ship and do some lines. Yeah, that's like Miami Vice. Uh, yeah. I don't know about this. I don't know about this. Because I got my meth jeans, but I left those at home. <laughs> Uh, Tony touched. What's your name again? Eric Carter. Eric. Uh, yeah, you speak well. Thank you. Got a likable <laughs> energy. I would say you don't have to be so. I mean, I'm not into the hard edge stuff. It doesn't match you. That's okay. my opinion. You're like a likable guy. Southern, you can play. Uh, I'm not telling you how to do your act, but I can see it. There's so many different ways to go. Meaning, like, you'd be the, the, the Southern guy who lives in San Diego. I, again, I don't want to get into that, but I'm looking at the positives, meaning. You speak well. You have confidence. Um, you a little bit of a character there, so there, there's something. But you know, I, I'm just not into the harsh. You're gonna go. You're gonna go further up front, I think, without doing the cocaine stuff. You can, but make sure it's it's right on. And there's smart cocaine jokes, and then you know the stuff with the sister that's been done before. Right. You know? Yeah, I definitely lose that. Did you do comedy in Mississippi? No, I never done comedy till the nine. They don't have a lot of this is your first time, or did you go up? Give him a nice hand. Oh, first time. Right. Uh, well, in that case, 
Oh, it's good to know. Um, hell yeah. Yeah, for the first time, that's not bad. Thank you. Right. Right. And I would, uh, I, would, I, w I wouldn't do that set again. I won't. But Forget about it in five minutes. Great. Uh, hell yeah. Oh, it's five minutes longer than we remembered. Uh, but, uh, no, what's great is that, um, you know, you have such a style, too. Just Mississippi, just uh -huh, uh -huh, just fucking, It's unbelievable, and it's priceless. And people wish... You know, there's. I, I've met so many people starting on comedy that wish that they had a viewpoint like that, like a just somewhere to jump off of. Like you can play that Billy Goat fucking. You can play idiot for the rest of your life, or you could try to be like other people and fuck it. You'll be one of those people that's out here for 19 years before you book an extra casting role. You're gonna, you're gonna end up in some fucking. Uh, you know, play the idiot. You got it. You got here a little bit late because you know they've already casted and filmed the last season of Breaking Bad. I mean, you have a great look for that. I mean, there's going to be something that pops up. You know what I mean? And so it's good that you're in the game. It's much more fun than being in Mississippi. Absolutely, it's boring. Hell yeah. What are you doing? Oh, like, how do you make your money out here? You just got here two months ago. Just in the military. No, my brother served, but I never served. I, I just I picked up on. I picked up on. I just drifted out here, man. Just left the trailer park and said, fuck it, and just came out to California. And I had nothing else to do. Wow. Here I am talking to you. Keep it real. Keep doing that. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I love it. No, Someone told me there was something going on here, and I showed up. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing the first time or after the first time. It takes tons and tons of times. But I'll tell you, you're already ahead of the curve because most people think that they have things figured out after their first time. And the fact that, you know, you're smiling and you're not taking it too seriously gives you a huge edge over people that, you know, get nervous and don't believe in trusting their instincts. So good luck with everything. I'm so glad that uh, everything started here. Please come back, sign up again. Uh, that's Eric Carter at the yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. Did you need a shower or something? We have showers here. What do you need? Oh, no. He lives, good. In, he lives in Dana Point. We left the mobile home. Well, I left the mobile home. Uh, some ladies let me live with her in Dana Point. And I don't know how to fuck around. How's her water pressure? Oh, it's good. A lot better than the outhouse back at home. Oh, my God. That's all the shit you got to be talking about. Mobile home, outhouse. Have you, heard, have you heard of Wi-Fi? You know what that is? That's a martial arts. Guys, trust me, I know what I'm doing. How many shows I worked at that were just starting out, there were nothing that have gone on to create millionaires? A lot. I know what I'm doing. All right, you're a good job. Good job. Just keep doing it. That is a permanent one, by the way. Take the Wi-Fi thing, you know what I mean? Say, you know, somebody asked me if I know what Wi-Fi if I know what Wi-Fi was, something like, you know, I'm like, is that martial arts? You know what I mean? Like, you can... Take what you're given. You know what I mean? There he goes. At Eric, at, call me EC on Twitter. At Eric Carter. Go back to your seat, Eric. Go back to your fucking seat. Call me maybe. You're not in Mississippi anymore. Welcome to Pave Welcome. Road. Welcome to Hollywood. In third grade education. <laughs> Reading the USA Today. I never got an answer of, uh, I never got an answer of what he did for work, right? I don't know. It doesn't matter. 
Uh, probably works at a beach shop or a coffee. What do you work, Eric? Who, me? Yeah, coffee house. <laughs> or what was the last oh, job you had for money? Dana Point, What's right? that? I'm a dishwasher. Work with a bunch of Mexicans. Dishwasher. <laughs> Holy shit. At what norms? Huh? At what norms? I don't know what that means. Oh. <laughs> you might want to keep like it going. Dishwasher. Take a, taking a job from a Mexican. How dare you? <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, you know what? We should probably move on to our final segment of the show for time, right? Uh, sorry to all the comedians that didn't get up. It seems like a lot. We spent a lot of time on people tonight. Um, sorry for you guys who did who signed up that didn't get up. Um, we're going to move on to our final segment of the show, which is always exciting and fun. There's two lovely young ladies that are part of every single show that uh, we've had, and uh, they've been built being built here 60 seconds a week for... 16 weeks. This is their 16th show. And uh, so uh, let's flip it this time. And uh, going first tonight from the great state of Florida, uh, she dropped out of college to pursue her stand-up comedy career. And that all started here in this room. Put your hands together for our friend and yours, the one and only Kimberly Condon. <laughs> dating someone new um, and I'm really excited about it I think that the best part of having a new boyfriend is pretending that I'm sane <laughs> in the beginning I'm like oh you got blacked out last night that's so funny no yeah your friend Kate is so cute I want to go down on you but realistically like two months later phone rings he hits decline and I'm like Who's mom? I bet it's your little friend Kate, huh? It's because you drink so much. Is it because I don't go down on you? That's it. There you go. on the clock. Um, but at least it's, it's a new one. at least it's a new one, you know? I would make the examples funnier. Yeah. It's really new. And the going down, I would keep the going down on you thing, but I would switch the two of both things. Because cool. that's a potential for four more laughs that you have there. You know what I'm saying? Bro? Yeah. Uh, just because it's a rule of three type of thing doesn't mean that the first two can't be funny as well. Gotcha. Um, and everything starts as sort of a one-liner sometimes, unless you take that approach. Anyway, point being that uh, that's a good new thing. What was the... Uh, Oh, yeah. I also feel like originally when you started it, talking about pretending to be sane, I mean, you can give that example later, but I also feel like there's something to be acknowledged in, like, it's almost like how uh, when people wake up in the morning to a phone call, they don't want, they don't want to sound like they just woke up, like everybody tries to do a normal voice. Gotcha. I feel like there's something in comparing that to that. Cool. <coughs> Pretending to be sane, almost like how you, you clear your throat yeah. to try to get the grogginess out in the morning, you know, cover the phone or something like that. And yeah. I feel like fighting that type of thing with craziness is interesting too. Gotcha. Um, you, uh, you slaughtered last week. Bro oh yeah, Brody. Brody. Yeah. Did you go? No, I didn't. I, I, I liked it. Uh, I mean, I don't know what the whole process is exactly. 
So any way you can uh, remove the the uh, yeah, stop that right I'm now. Just, I'm just looking at the big picture. All right. <laughs> I I I mean I again I know it's a new thing, but just like overseeing it all, I felt like yeah, there was a bit there. I saw there was a beginning, there was a middle, there was an end. So I I, I compliment and commend you for that. And uh, you know, keep listening to Tony on that. I'm, you know. Yeah, I see the. You know, I, I see other things. I see the likability. I see the smiling, and that's what I would say. All the comedians I see here tonight, they really have a good, you know, got a good voice, good point of view. So, have you ever had a bit about uh, about you know about how women are a certain way and men are a certain way or anything like that? Like I notice you don't talk very much about. Well, I'm a eunuch, so uh, <laughs> really. No, I don't view the the men and the women are a certain way and this and that. I'm just kind of like in the moment. I'm like uh, Johnny Manziel. <laughs> you know, I played baseball. I was a failed pitcher. Thanks a lot, Tony. So I kind of do it that way. But yeah, I mean, there's so many different forms of comedy. Yeah, there's different. You know, the guys versus girls and this and that. I, I just feel. I've studied so much on comedy. I always saw the new comedians. It's stage time and jokes. Can't go wrong with that. And that's what we're doing here tonight. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I give you the overall opinion. I, you know, I'm a guy who's working. Tony works. Brian, obviously, we're working. But I see the overall, the, the big picture. And Kimberly, yeah. you've been doing a lot of spots, a lot of stage time yeah. lately, right? Yeah. And you're likable. Yeah. That's a good thing. I noticed that all your bits have you playing a character in you notice that? Like every time you're always just like yeah. you're acting stuff out. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever tried to like do bits that Can aren't? Stay away from that. No, no, just try to switch no, it up. No, it could I, be I, part of your. It could also be part of your natural thing. Yeah. You know I, I mean? think that's just like how I when I like, when I sit down and write jokes, that's how. Right. You become whatever is in your joke, which is perfectly fine. Like that. That's right. That, that's just part of your thing. We're just making sure that you're aware of that and. Okay. You know, you have to know that yeah. to be committed to it for the long term because you don't want to be one-dimensional if it's something that, it's not that it is one-dimensional, but you don't want to develop a comedy voice that you don't want to be doing yeah. for an hour a night down the road. Gotcha. So you talk about going down, how does that start? What's the idea? <laughs> I just start like, uh, like basically trying to say how like, how girls try to act real cool in the beginning, like, yeah, no, I don't care, yeah, did you see that girl, she had really nice tits, and then after a few months, you're like, don't look at her, you know, like, how it changes. Yeah, that's your fucking trick that you guys all do. Yeah, yeah. no, we all do it. I really, I really dig in. I wouldn't try to make it easy. I would use examples that have, that you can actually, that you actually know about. You know what I'm saying? Like, it almost yeah. seems like you're playing to, yeah, these are things. And that part's sort of been done. Okay. But if you can dig in and make it, you know, you're 22, right? Yeah. If you can give a 22-year-old's version of, and you're actually in the game, you know, you're a cute 22-year-old. There's millionaires around Hollywood. <laughs> you could probably just con over at any given point. You know, guys that have their own television shows coming out. This you is got it. First. Univision. Um, <laughs> Now you're with me. So, you know, if you can figure out, like, things, even if you haven't done them in real life, things that you would do, or, like, right. specific right. conny fucking examples, because I think that's what will make it funny and original. Cool. But uh, as far as it goes, as always, great work. There Thank she you. is, Kimberly Congan. That's at Kimberly.
really hopped it on Twitter, correct? Yeah. C O N G U O N. She's adorable. She really is. And uh, as always, our other uh, lovely lady we've been constructing here. Uh, always interesting to see what she's coming up with each week. Here she is, Sarah Mostajabi. <laughs> Or a complete slut. I don't know. One of the two. Uh, my sexual preference is most easily defined by the early 2000s cartoon Cat Dog. I would have both if I could. Uh, I actually went out with this girl last week. Uh, we used to go out last year. Uh, we broke up because this guy came into the picture and gave her a bunch of things that I couldn't. A house, a Porsche, a dick. And uh, we went out, and, and it, what sucks is that I've been on both sides of the street, you know? And so I've done the tricks, I've been the trick. Um, and we were walking around, and everything's great, and we're like holding hands, you're kissing, and it's like so, going so good. And then I get the, uh, I'm so glad you're here for me as a friend speech. And I'm like, well, I know who's not getting any pussy tonight. All right. But immediately she follows that up with, hey, let's go to the strip club. And I said, I love you. I mean, wow, first started with the bear and then went to the cat. I immediately get that bear going. Um, okay. Well, other than the fact that you just made the bear come in a minute and seven seconds. Um, I like your nipple shadow. Yeah, that's something you got to look out for, man. We have this uh, repeating problem with you. <laughs> you guys are just so fucking turned on by me that it doesn't matter what I wear, what I do, it's too fucking much. No, you, your, nipple, not my fault. No, your nipples are popping out of your no, shirt. No, they're not, dude. <laughs> there you go. And that guy's in the back of the room for you listeners on the other side of the world. You're not going to fool us. You said this. If you really want to get into it, I mean, don't let me bring it up. The camel toe incident of two weeks ago. Uh, you said, at first, you said there was no camel toe, and then you admitted later that there was a camel toe. No, I just said I wasn't wearing panties, so like maybe you saw the outline. Of course we yeah, did. You were skin-tight yoga pants. Yeah, no so did the guy in the back of the room that night, too. Like, it was a whole thing. You don't want distractions. And then, okay, in, effect, in my opinion, and, when and I got then, dressed then, today and, then, and it was stop, hot stop, outside... Stop, 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 And the fact that we're covering that and not the material, which isn't bad, is a huge thing. So what you're left with is a common sense situation of you don't want to have a camel toe. You don't want to have your nipples showing. These are common sense things. What would suck is if we're like all of your jokes are fucking terrible. But instead, you're building and you're doing something, but you're trying, you're still trying to, or if you're not trying to, then you I'm need to a, find I'm a mirror. A and a Can I raise my hand? Welcome to, Can welcome, I raise my hand? Welcome to Hollywood. You need a full-size mirror in your apartment. Can I raise my hand? No camel toes in Hollywood. Um, I I I have no problem with the camel toe. I have no problem. Brody takes what? the I want you to fail approach. I don't want her to fail. You asked her, you asked Kimberly to take off her afghan. That was a joke. Why are you crying, Sarah? Sarah's just <laughs> her crier on Kill Tony. I'm not crying, I'm just like I'm trying so hard and I didn't 
Well, you did good, but the whole time I'm looking at your nipples, what we're saying. Yeah, you did can I, good. Can I raise why, my hand? why are you so when offended of us telling you that your got, nipples are popping out of your shirt? When I got dressed today and it was 110 degrees outside and it wasn't cold in here, like it wasn't here. I'm and this is where you come to learn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. This is where you come to learn. Your nipples can't be out when you're I don't comedy. mind it. I see a lot of comedy. I'm okay with it. Brody, you're giving terrible advice. Right I don't now. think, if you got, you, you hey, Sarah Sherman's nipples never All show? Chelsea Peretti, your nipples never show? Never, definitely not. I'm gonna walk. You know walk. you guys are fucking distracted by my nipples? People still laughed at what I said. But they would laugh so, harder if your nipples aren't showing. Do you really think you're right about this? I think this? they would laugh harder if the jokes were, when they get better and your nipples are showing. That's funnier. It's actually not, Brody. I think it is. It's extreme pent-up sexual tensions. Well, the audience applauded me. The first time this audience applauded me, Tony. If you have, nip, I'm saying like, look, ideally speaking, yes. Brody's, Brody's taking a stance on a joke, by the way, for you clappers out there. Actually, what are you saying that the more naked the female comedian? the better that it is? I think it's funny if you've got good jokes and you're a good comedian and you're up there with a camel toe. I think it's funny. And it adds a layer. Are you, it? Yes. you don't think it's a distraction. Meanwhile, you'll tell the guy that's wearing a Kenny Powers shirt that that's a distraction. But you're because you're looking at a message. You're reading You're reading something. The nipple is like, oh, you're there. reading a camel toe. You should have seen these pants from two weeks Okay. Ago. I'm just giving you my opinion. That's what it's all about. We don't agree on everything. I don't mind it. Why the tears, Sarah Mostajavi? You're being built in a war zone no, for I know, 16 I like, weeks. I, I take, it, and, and I, take up, it, I take it up the ass from you guys every week. I get it, but no, you really don't. First I, uh, of all, I, second trying, of all, if I'm you trying. do, it's because it's unacceptable, I'm and we trying. want you to be good. Okay. The, it doesn't end up working for us if we end up. Hey, look what we're building every week here. You guys can here. just talk to me about my fucking jokes. Like I don't like. But you're just no. Talking about that afterwards. Not, you always do this. Not, you not, always fucking talk to me on a dress, and we go outside, and you tell me about my jokes. Like. Why do you tell me I don't I don't want to talk, you talk to you outside, first of all. Let's you always do. No, you come up to me. Second of all, what? this all? isn't... Stop Let's talking. Sarah, stop talking. Let's hear the jokes. Let's hear about the jokes. We already heard the jokes. No, we want to hear about them. Seriously. I wasn't paying attention. What you two hecklers don't realize. <laughs> you two uneducated hecklers. Let's take a vote. Who saw nipples? Who heard jokes? I saw nipples. Who's all nipples? These are people from the back of the room. Like, it's are you are you friends with Sarah? Do you know her? No, but I'm saying like really. Yes. Honestly, the whole first half of her bit, I was looking at her nipples, but I could see her nipples. The reason why it's not good for a female comedian's nipples to be showing is because it is a distraction to the overall stand-up comedy. Whether it is to you or not, it doesn't but, matter. But if her, all jokes, the guys her jokes and her persona Which and is her fine. point of view and if those are getting strong, if those are getting chuckles, then it would kill if her nipples weren't well, showing. Well, let her build up and the bits. That's it's going to be a harder road, yeah, but let her build up the, let her be herself. I said the bits are good. Well, well, then we'll I, I don't have to write tags every week for you. No, I... I don't think you understand what the show is. It's us helping you get better at the overall thing. It's not about just jokes. And it's you and Kimberly. It's an entire thing. The fact that she smiles and is likable and doesn't have nipples showing is wouldn't be part of something that we cover with her. I'm okay with the nipples and the camel toe. Keep all the jokes. What you don't know is that this is evolved from her wearing, you know, stirrups and short skirts with her underwear showing. 
It's a whole thing. It's a whole rigmarole. And we're not saying anything bad about nipples. And you look fucking hot as hell. We're trying yes. to tell you that you're so hot that you need to fucking not have your nipples and your pussy shown because we want to hear your jokes. Well, so harsh of you because these are people that are regulars on the show. It's absolutely true. We need Kimberly and Sarah to come out of this being two of the best female stand-up comedians in the world. And if instead uh, one of them looks like a stripper on stage, it doesn't work. And it's taken a long evolution. I think it does work if you're just wrong. Name one that's successful. Felicia Michaels was. You just said what? Well, she stopped, you know, she's Name one that's successful. Name the person, and name the female comedian who's purposefully sexy on stage that is successful. Uh, Eliza Schlesinger, is she sexy? Yeah, the dresses, she dresses down on stage. Dresses down 100% of the time. Name another one. A lot of the African-American comedians, they're looking (laughs) They can't help it. They can't help it. Go to your jokes as a safety approach because I'm winning this argument. All I know is I go on the road. We had a very funny comedian in Chicago, huge breasts, high heels. She had a point of view, jokes, and crushed it. What's her name? forget. Exactly. Well, I have a bad memory. You were looking at this has been a fun episode of Kill Tony. Yeah. Well, this is what it's all about, having a debate. That was just my opinion. I love right. you guys. Absolutely. I mean, you took the wrong end of the debate. You could have used your common sense and your comedy education and not left us seeming like two bad guys. But You're not bad but guys. But, also but what am I supposed to go down that road and say something that I don't agree with? No. You, but you should agree with it. You can't name one successful comedian that dresses sexy that's a female. Maybe that's, she's going to be that trailblazer. Yeah. That's absolutely impossible. I disagree. I wear shorts on stage, Tony. I wear fucking glasses. I don't even need them. I'm working. Anything you want to come out for I wear a white G-Shock. I'm 43. I have a purple one. I'm 39. There you go. So you can be different, but it is about it's the job. It's not about being different. There's a difference between being different and trying to be sexy on stage. Nipples and camel toe are something that nobody else Did she has. try to show camel toe? Is that just a natural female But it doesn't thing? matter. You have to know that you can't do it on stage. You can wear whatever you want off stage all the she time. She was wearing no underwear with yoga pants. What do you think happens? Every yeah. girl that has a fucking pussy knows what happens. Exactly. You got no underwear and yoga pants on. Brody, anything you want to promote? This is the end of the show. I'll be on the Oddball Comedy Tour. You can find me in Denver this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Patriot, what do you got? At Comic Patriot on Twitter. He's at Comic Patriot on Twitter. Red Band on that Tony Hinch clip. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Sorry it got dramatic at the end, everyone. Yeah. But that's what comedy's all about. We're trying to build legends. I'm not trying to be mean. Tony's a great guy. He's not mean. He's trying to help. We're all positive. I just know what I know. And I'm pretty fucking smart, by the way. I went to Arizona State, 2.52 GPA, graduated. It's you got a it. scientific fact that I'm right 99.8% of the time. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Yeah. Woo.